This week on Folks and Fables, Piron punches something a little too hard. JJ finally puts his clothes back on, and our gang gets stuck in a room. And now let's get to the show. Last we left off, you folks just finished dealing with the trial of Damien Rex and realized and learned, even though this totally wasn't faux shadowed and nobody could ever have predicted this, that he was actually the Guardian. And the room starts to spin around you and a whirling white light begins to overtake you and all of a sudden the whole room is white and then the light drops um, and you're in the same chamber as before. However, all of the people are gone. The roaring torches lighting the chamber have dissipated, and in their stead are a few glowing crystals encompassing the room. Most interestingly, however, the thing lighting the majority of the room are the same wisps that you encountered on the roof garden. Once again, you've still got the same layout. You've got the massive throne. You've got the bleachers on the side. You've got the big empty fire pit sitting in the middle of the room. What do you guys want to do? Is the fire pit lit? Uh, no, fire pit is very, very coal level empty. Okay, cool. Uh, just a quick question. Have we healed at any point since our last fight or no? Since we healed yeah, immediately room. after We're... the last fight. Oh, we healed. Okay, perfect. Also, right, do we have our pants like... back? Our own pants? You never lost your pants. Like, like the pants we wore going through the portal, not the pants we were wearing during the memory. Yeah, the clothes okay. that you were wearing in the memory are now gone and you are back in your regular garments, except for JJ, who is apparently naked because he refuses to wear pants. But don't I have my pants now? Mm. You're holding no. them. Or oh, sorry, actually, sorry, I apologize. Piron is holding them because you wanted to leave them behind. Okay, so I'm going to hey, JJ, uh, grab them. Here's here's your pants, if you want to put ah, those merci. back on now. Uh, merci, mon ami. So I, I think we've done a big bad... Um, yeah, I think we've messed up just a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Remember when I was like, are you sure we should destroy this? That seems like a thing that would like be bad. And the Guardian was like, no, you must destroy it. That's the only way to do it. You can't save it or whatever. I feel like we were tricked. To be fair, with the first one, we didn't know we were destroying it. That is fair. We you thought it was that something one. that it wasn't, so not our fault? Question mark. 
Um, it is a it is a little cold. Uh, Astoya, could you perhaps uh, light the fire to uh, help warm our path? Okay, JJ, I'll definitely go light that fire. And I go stand next to it, and then I point to me, and then I point to my hand, and I say, "See, this is my hand. This is the fire I can create." And I make the little fire in my hand, and then I point at the fire pit, and I'm like, "And you see that fire pit? It's like three times of me. I can lie down on it." Many times. Um, you, I can try. I can do this. I don't think it's going to work, though. Are you not able to create a, a, a bonfire? Like a, a larger fire? Maybe like five by five feet or something? No. I can create this fire in my hand and then use it to light wood. But creating a bonfire, that normally requires going to the forest, getting wood, making a little hut, and then lighting it on fire. This one, no wood. So there, there is actually wood in the fire pit, but like they're like full of like tree logs. Yeah, I just can't light things on fire like that. They can go, but I don't can't go. It's I, I don't have a flamethrower out of my hand, JJ. Um, but I could stand here for forty minutes if you wanted. Astraea can only use ember. They haven't learned flamethrower yet. Um. Oh, oh it's it's uh, understandable. I I thought that you had the ability to create a, a larger fire. I, I was mistaken. I apologize. Um. Does anyone know where we are? Perhaps. Uh. Is there? Well. Well, aren't we just in that room we were before, where we were all confused? But now, probably back in our time. And if that if the guardian looked like the person that was on trial. We probably were just in that room the whole time, and the guardian was just chilling there, and we were just experiencing like a flashback. I don't know that the guardian would want us to see that flashback, though, because that I, kind of interferes with the big plan of his to have us release him. I'm that pretty exactly sure there are more thinking. orbs than uh, the ones that we destroyed. So, no more destroying orbs. That's a good idea. And then I stare at JJ and I say, that means you. We oui. no more destroying orbs. Uh, that guardian, I hit his guts. We've already been through this. Okay, great. Um, how are we going to get out of here? Any, that is a good um, any question. Any ideas? Um, is there, are there any doors around the room? So you look around the room. There's a few doors lining the edge of the hall. You remember from the memory, there looked like there were servants quarters coming out. But they look collapsed. Like, one of them, there's so much rubble piled in front of the door that you physically can't get through. And the other one, you open up the door, and it doesn't look like a very long hallway. It looks like it simply leads into a kitchen, but it's it does not look the most stable. Um, Are there any, like, where the, where the, um, where the guardian was like brought out to like be put on trial during the trial thing yeah um is there anything near that here that looks still like intact or, so like... there's the bleachers to the right and left of you um those still exist you've also got the grand throne uh sitting very far in front of you and then you've got the fire pit and there's a massive gong sitting next to the fire pit do we want to hit the gong this seems like a setup but do we want to try I mean, something has to happen. We we cannot leave. Uh, we must see as uh, events transpire. So, Piron, do you want to hit the gong? Like, you don't need to physically do it, but do we want to hit it? I would love to hit the gong. 
And uh, Piron takes his spear and he walks over to the gong and he kind of gives it a little flip. So he's holding it right at where the head of the spear is and a big like batter swing at the gong. Can you do a strength check for me, please? A strength check? Like athletics? No, like pure strength. Why do you keep making me do this? Why Just do you keep doing athletics. things that require pure strength? It's not. It's Baseball is an athlete sport. I'm rolling athletics. You're just going to put up with it. It's a 10, so not very okay. good anyways. So you take your flimsy wooden stick, and you swing it at this massive, maybe 10-foot-tall gong, and it reverbs into the back end of your spear, but, like, makes no sound. Hmm. Do you want to try? I can. I I recently the stars are like giving me a ha- way of telling you to like swing it better, and I touch you, and then my thing glows, and I'm like, try this, and I cast guidance on you. Well, ha- hang on a second. Um, there's maybe a more proper tool for hitting the gong somewhere around here. That's and I start exactly kind of like walking ask. around the gong. Is there like, mm-hmm. is it on the ground next so, to it? Is there? Looking around, there's actually a black mallet with a white marbled head sitting behind the gong. Uh, um, if you wanted to give that a chance, that might work better than your flimsy spear. Um, yeah, Piron's like, oh, hey, this looks like exactly what I need. And well, maybe the stars can guide you on how to swing that properly. That would help a lot. Um, So Piron grabs the mallet and walks around and in front of the gong and and lines up his swing again and says, okay, Estrella, I'm ready. And I I just touch you and I say, star knowledge, please do something. Describe what it looks like as he gets more powerful. I think what happens is as I touch as I touch uh, Piron, like I'm glowing a little bit, and then like the starlight that like kind of like there's like a starlight that moves from me into Piron, and Piron's like glowing a little bit with star right. powers, and he gives a swing and does worse than before with a nine. So you pick up this mallet and you feel this like guiding hand going, you can swing this. You feel amazing. And you go and you don't realize how much heavier this mallet is than the spear. And you go and you can barely kind of lift it. Like, you know, those dumbbell contests at like the fair where you have to like swing them over your head. You don't realize how heavy the actual bell is. You're kind of like that where you just barely tap the thing before dropping it because you didn't realize how heavy it was and you just had a bad grip on it. Oh, for damn sake, and I punch it. All right, please roll punch the gong. And I critically fail. So he does, he kind of just like throws the mallet to the ground and just like winds up this big fist and just smashes it right into the middle of the gong, probably without caring for how much force he puts into it and what happens when he hits the metal gong 
So what happens is, is you are used, gongs are a very, you know, they exist. They're pretty prominent in wealthy households. They're considered like very chic right now, but they're mostly made out of like tin and copper. This is banded steel. So you go to punch this thing and absolutely like bust the ring finger on your right hand and start like riling back in pain. So you actually take three damage from that. Oh, okay. Mistakes. Mistakes. I give up on the gong. But the gong does make a noise on that because you finally put enough force behind it to do that. And all of the torches begin to light up. I knew the gong meant something good. That's I'm magnifique. so glad that you got something out of that. And Piron's kind of like nursing his hand. Oh, that hurt. Yeah, so the room is now lit up. Um, these wisps are still kind of like roaming around everywhere. Um, you've still got the throne in the room. You've still got the fire pit, which is now, by the way, ablaze. Like it is a massive fire. So when it goes ablaze, I turned to JJ and I said, I lit it for you. Are you warm now? And by I lit it, I do mean Piron lit it, but it's lit. Uh, yeah, we, it is lit. I'm sure the pants um, are helping too with the temperature now that you're wearing them. Honestly, fantastic. I think what JJ is going to do is uh, JJ is going to look at the throne. And that, that was the throne or like that star elf king or whatever or that's that's that that individual star elf or what elf um they were they were sitting on that throne right jj's gonna sit on the throne because that's some wish fulfillment right there so you actually walk up and you go to sit on the throne and you sit down and you're like wow i'm gonna fill my like king wish fulfillment fantasy and you sit and you're like wow this chair is like stupid uncomfortable like you're like how do people sit on this chair and then you realize you get up and you're actually sitting on both a book and a metal rod. I'm going to immediately open the book. Okay, you don't even want to look at... Are you just going to open... Okay. As much as I love rods, Joey, um, the book is more important. So you open this book, and it is a green satin cloth banded notebook uh, with a tree uh, shooting up from the cover. But you open the book and there's no pages in it. Like, there's no words written on any of the pages. Um, can I take out one of my lovely pens and try to write something on the first page? Yeah, you can totally do that for sure. Okay. So I will, I will just write, I don't know, uh, hello, my name is, uh, Jean-Jacques Gallo. Except you don't, because as soon as your pen touches the page, it snaps. Oh, it's a horcrux. Okay. That, that is quite worrisome. So my, my, my pen is, is currently broken, right? Yes. Okay, so like I'm, I'm assuming that it's since it's such a, like an old timey world that we built, uh, that they're like probably like fountain pens if if there are any kind of pens available. So right? like you can get feathered pens or like wooden pens with uh, like dip pens very easily, but like anything that has an actual ink cartridge would be very very difficult to find. Okay, so I probably used a dip pen. Yeah, I would assume you used a dip pen. Okay, so it broke the nib, right? No, it fully snapped in half. It fully snapped in half? Yep. Like, the nib snapped in half? No, like, you the... were writing, and it snapped in half from the middle of the pen. 
Okay, I am going to... Oh, I have a dagger. Never mind. I don't give a f*** anymore. Um, I'm going to prick my finger, and I'm going to put some some blood on the page. Okay. That's definitely what you do. The writing utensil exploded the first time. Let's make me the writing utensil and see how that goes. I just, I'm just going to drop... I'm just going to, like... Okay. Do a little cut, and then I'm going to draw, like, pinch my finger so it drops blood. You already have the, the funeral the... pyre. So you perfect. do that on one of the blank pages... And the blood drips on, and it slides off like it's almost like a laminated page. Oh. Okay. Uh, I obviously relay that information to, to my compatriots. Um, I and guess I, at that point, I, I'll I have say, to check out. Wait, so hold on a second. You you wrote with the pen. You're like, this seems like it. And then it snapped, and you're like, the next thing I'm going to do is write with my blood. Now, perhaps there is some sort of deep magic. Uh, the pen exploded. It. it did not explode. That is a hyperbole. Sh- sh- show me the pen, please. Where is the pen? The pen is in my hand. And it's in two no, parts. No, it's not. It is on the floor in two parts. Okay, well, it's still in two parts. Like, <laughs> it's here. It's, it's, you it's, could it's have been here. in two parts. Well, that is the risk that we take to learn. Okay. That seems like the biggest possible risk. Like, is there anything the... else over there? Uh, yes, there is uh, this uh, scepter, and I'm going to pick it up. Mm, it's not really and... a scepter. It looks like a metal rod made of almost like a platinum material with two horses uh, gilded onto each end. May I do an arcana check to see if, if this rod is giving um, any... Magical vibes. For sure. Wow, that's an arcane knot. Um, That's a seven. So with a seven, you kind of look at it and you're like, wow, this is a really well-made rod, but you can't tell that there's anything magical on it from it from just looking at it. Um, Is there any sort of... Do, would I recognize any sort of historical um, reference? Mm, no, at all? not really. It's just a metal rod with two carved horses on each end. Throw it to me. I can check out maybe... Uh, yeah, show sing. Uh, and I yeet it over to, uh, Australia. Do I cash it? Uh, can you roll a dexterity check for me, please? Or actually, you know what? Slight of, uh... Here's the thing. How are you catching this? I'm positioning my... You know how, like, you and your kid and you learn to catch a baseball and they're like, position yourself behind it. Put your thing out. And then when it's coming, yeah. you step back and then that. I'm, okay. I'm catching it like a thing being thrown at me. No, no, because here's the thing. Had you wanted to catch it like super flashy, I would have made you do performance. But why yeah, like, would I do that? Just, just roll athletics for me. Um, seven. So with Spicy. a seven, it's like a pretty good throw, and you go to catch it. But you know how you like when you're learning to catch a football, and sometimes where like the point will hit you directly in the chest, like in the yeah. pit, and it like hurts. That yeah. happens, and like you kind of drop it out of like ow, that kind of hurt. Um, but it, you know it wasn't that far of a throw, so like. You know, you just pick it up, and congratulations, you now have the rod that was sitting on this throne. Okay, so what I do is I'm going to look at it and around it and see if, like, the horses can turn or if things can be... Can you roll an investigation check for me? Yes. I got... Wow, we're set, triple seven. We just won a million dollars. Jesus Christ. You're Monopoly. You would all be in jail if this were Monopoly. Yeah, you're kind of taking a look at it. It... It just seems like a really well-forged rod. Um, 
you can't really tell if anything moves or pushes in or twists or folds or anything like that. Wait, but you're saying oh, I can't just twist the head like the top. Uh, you twist, twist the head and nothing happens. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Uh, you know what? F- final, final test. Final test. Let's use a spell. Simple as that. Give me ten minutes. I will be good. Your spell won't tell us how to activate it if it's magic, though. You you do know that. It will just say yes. Um, also, magic. hold on. And I, I'm not going to say you can't do this, but like I want to ask you a genuine question, which is: if there's no indication that this has been magical so far, and you can't seem to make it like n- do anything, why would you take ten minutes to see if it was magical? Because we're doing well, nothing the- else. Yeah, we're doing nothing else. One, um, two, two. Secondly, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna justify this a little bit. Um, if there was so much care in the design that it was put into, and it it, it looks as nice as you described it, um, there's gotta be a reason why. Like, well, I would also we say just to give you some extra the- justification, it was next to a book in which it snapped your pen in half. That too, folks, 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 folks. Obviously. Obviously, our experience has been rods go in holes to open doors. That's how this place works. You take a rod, you stick it at a thing, and the door opens. That's how, that's how we've been getting around everywhere. That's obviously what this is for. So let's just oh, find a broad-shaped hole fair, fair, fair to enough? stick this I, I will- in. That's okay, fair. Fail enough. I will do that. All right. Is there anywhere like gonna gonna trace around, look around? Is there anywhere to put this? Um. I mean, you could take a look at the, around the room. Wait. I, I mean, is there the anywhere rod, specifically though, that you want right? to look? Uh, I think what I would do is I would look around the throne. Okay. Like here on behind. Oh, roll an investigation or a perception? Investigation. Okie dokie. Be a seven. Oh, hot. That that's a ten. So, like oh. with a ten, you take like a good look around the throne, and you're you're doing your Sherlock Holmes bit, but there doesn't really seem to be anything there. I'm kind of Piron is just at this point kind of just walking around the room, running his put hand the, the on the rod in my backpack. Okay, and say, well, we'll deal with it later when it comes up. Honestly, fair enough. There's got to be some way out of this room. Mind you, while you're doing this, these uh, these wispy things are still just kind of like buzzing around you, almost as if you're not there. Well, you yeah, two made like... friends with these. Maybe, uh, um, maybe you can okay, talk okay. to uh, them. Uh, just, just to, just okay, to not JJ. Uh, JJ made enemies. Astraea made friends, though. I think. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that was right. Okay. Um, Perhaps uh, asking them would be good too. Yo, wisps. What do I do with this rod? I you think the make priority a... is get out. The rod is a later problem. Okay, true. Yo, wisps. How do I get out of here? Make a persuasion? Sure. Uh... 17. So with a 17, you yell out, hey, wisps, how do we get out of here? And they all stop moving for a sec and then just go back to what they were doing. Um, I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to pay attention to us. I mean, they definitely heard you. 
because yeah, you've yeah. been talking this whole time and they only just stopped. So they know that you're referring to them. They're just actively choosing to ignore us because they're dicks. Is there anything under the throne, JJ? Have we looked under the throne? Well, I said in and around and behind, so, so I that's figured not under, under was... It's a metal throne. There is no underneath. It is, like, oh. carved into the wall. That's fair. Okay. Um, oh, oh, I have I have an idea. Uh, I will need the rod I, and I, the book. Here's the rod. I give it to JJ. Why do okay. I have a bad feeling this is going to involve the fire and end very badly? Oh. Uh, no, no, the, the fire is not involved. Uh, the individual that we saw in the memory, he was sitting on, on the zone. I just realized uh, I was not actually sitting on the zone when I intended to uh, because uh, the book was in the way. So perhaps if I hold both these items, uh, sit on the zone, perhaps uh, something will click. You do that. So you sit on the throne? And I have both the things in my hands. Okay. And it's really a good view from the throne. Like, you're, you're looking, you're like, wow, what a really pretty chamber this is. All right. Is there okay. anything of note in the room that we haven't really, like, interacted with So you with haven't yet? looked really around the uh, bleachers at all. You haven't looked around the fire pit at all. And once again, these wisps are just kind of going back and forth around you. Yeah. Okay, so- perhaps it is time to uh, divide and conquer. Sounds good. Con- wait, conquer what? Uh, well, uh, we have not checked out the fire. We have not checked out uh, the wisps. And we have not checked out the, uh, the seating over there. Well, I can there tell you the thing about the fire. It's a fire. How about okay, this? Okay, so you will not investigate the fire. handles the wisps. I'd like to handle the bleachers, but I'm not sure I can trust you with the fire. I, I will not saw anything into the fire. You can trust me. Uh, I will not uh, saw anything in without the consideration of you folks. Okay. Um, okay. So, so, yeah, I guess we'll all investigate. I will peer on kind of like... So are the bleachers like elevated? Yeah, like- so they're elevated up basically halfway up the wall almost to the ceiling uh so it looks like these could seat probably each about like a hundred people on each side like 10 per row uh and is, is what there, it kind of looks like and is there any space underneath them like a kind of high no so like bleachers, it's, it, or they're so just like, like solid like solid stone bleachers okay so piron's kind of like jumping between like the the seats um, okay. Kind of just looking around to see if he can see anything, but as fast as possible. Before that roll, JJ wants to do a little something here. Okay. JJ is going to uh, look at uh, Piron and say, Hey, Piron, uh, perhaps after the incident with Zigong, uh, you have something to pull, correct? No. Are you sure? Because I, I think that if you felt that way, you could do a, uh, a significantly better job. And uh, JJ is also just like tapping his legs to make like a body drum kind of situation going. Um, which is how he's giving inspiration or attempting to, but Piron can't recognize that. I'll try my best, JJ. Just for you. God, this is Don't the Don't burn most, the room down. This is the most campy anime moment I've ever seen in a D&D game in my life. 
Yo, wait. Also, maybe the stars can give you some better ways to not break your hand. Guys, this is an Thanks, investigation folks. check. I don't know why I'm the most important one, or do you just both think I suck at everything? Uh, to be fully honest with you, I just know that you have the lowest intelligence, so investigation... Last time you punched it, <laughs> and you didn't do that well. So maybe this time, like, the stars already talked to me, but maybe I can help the stars talk to everyone. And JJ all talks right. about how he's smart all the time, so he doesn't need my help. Okay. I'll try my best. Um, so kind of running through the bleachers, trying to see anything that like stands out. He's like jumping between them. He'll like kind of like stop, do a double take just to make sure he didn't miss anything and then run to the next bleacher row. And I guess that's investigation. Oh, and I had things. Oh, I crit on it. So oh. I don't even need you Holy. roll them anyways. So you go up the first row of bleachers and you're like, damn, I got to prove that I'm not a useless piece of garbage that apparently all of my friends think they are because they can't think I can pass a single uh, investigation check. So you're like running up. seven on top of that. So it's a 27 total. Jesus Christ. So yeah, you run up the bleachers and you actually are like looking at every nook and cranny. You are doing your best. Um, You find two vials of red liquid kind of scattered amongst the right bleachers. And then going down, you kind of notice a bottle of purple vial, like a vial of purple liquid sitting at the very bottom of the bleachers. And then you go up the right, you find two more vials of this red liquid and then another one of these rods. So in total, I found four vials of red liquid, one vial of purple liquid, and another strange metal rod. Hey, friends, I found things. Ah, Not sure what. See, I told you, the stars help all. Thanks, Estrella. I wouldn't have been able to do it without the stars. I know. Definitely would have. So we're we're all investigating, so I'm just going to do my investigation roll now. Okay. What are you investigating? What are you doing? Um, JJ is investigating uh, the fire, and so he is going to pretty much get as close as he can without, like, singeing off his eyebrows okay um and he is just going to be looking at just about everything he's he's also writing down everything in his as his working notebook with his working pen mm-hmm. um just like scribbling around just like the the details of like the wood the color of the fire all that stuff the heat all that jazz that's a 15 okay so yeah you're doing all of that stuff you're going around you're taking your notes and you kind of like notice like a crumpled paper kind of lying just under the stone that the fire is built on. Yeah, I'll go grab that. Okay. So yeah, you un unlike crinkle this paper and it looks like a note written in really scratched out handwriting. It looks like a weird version of Elvish. Like the version of Elv- uh, Elvish that we already saw before? Yes. Yeah, 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 like it's the same dialect. Okay. Uh, well, I, I wrote down the words that I was able to translate before. Okay. Because I had to do that to translate them. Um, are, are there any repeated words? Or are there anything that I recognize? Remind me of the words you wrote down that you could translate. Okay. Uh, JJ wrote them down. Dunk did not. Ah, well, um, it was something like knock or 
ask permission and enter. Uh, no, there are no repeating words of this. Okay, lovely. Uh, all right, so I'm going to put that in my notebook. Just okay. Slid, slid that little thing in there. Okay. And then, of course, I'll, I'll let everyone know. Uh, there is a piece of writing here, but uh, it is not in a uh, language that uh, I don't think anyone, uh, any, any one of us would recognize. So we'll have to figure that out later. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Anything, Estrella? Well, I was looking at the wisps, and I stared at them really hard, but they're wisps. Like, I can make an investigation check if you want. I don't know what I'm going to find from Wisps, though. Okay, so what's kind of interesting about them, you can roll the investigation check, and actually that, that'll that depend on the description I give right here. Sure. I'm staring really hard at the Wisps. Clearly, that's what I'm doing. Okay, 12. so you're staring really hard at these Wisps. Like, you're sitting down, and you're like, damn, I really got to focus on the game tape of these Wisps. What's really interesting is they seem to be moving in a pattern. Oh, damn. Red Wisp goes bleachers, fire, bleachers, gong, fire, throne. Blue Wisp goes bleachers, then gong, then fire, then gong, then bleachers again. Green Wisp goes bleachers, fire, bleachers, fire, throne. Teal Wisp goes gong, fire, bleachers, fire, bleachers, gong. Okay, so the wisps follow a pattern. They go to things in a pattern. Perhaps, unfortunately, there's four of them and, and, and three of us, but maybe we can just pick one and just ignore it. And then the other ones, we can follow and follow this pattern and see if it means anything. Hmm. Which wisp should we follow? I pick I think... Teal. I'm going to go with green. Um, I will go with red. Okay, who wants to go first? Estrella checked out the wisps first. Estrella gets the first call. You want to go teal? Yeah, I'm going teal. So I walk, gong, fire, bleachers, fire, bleachers, gong. So yeah, you follow it around. It, um, sta- it, it goes gong. It stays there for about five seconds. Then it goes bleachers. And it stays there for about ten seconds. Then it goes to the fire, stays there for about another five seconds. Back to the bleachers, stays there for 30 seconds this time. Then goes back to the gong for five seconds and repeats. Yeah. And it just, it keeps cycling that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm walking with it. Yeah, so you're following it around. It doesn't seem anything different. I'm going to keep doing it while the other, okay, how about we all do it together? We all follow that one together. Okay. The same one or each of our own? No, you take green. I take teal, JJ takes red, and we just... Okay, let's do it. Three, okay. We two, all one, start go. following our wisps. Does so anything You're following happen? your wisp. The only interesting thing about this, green wisp is changing its pattern up. Oh, God. Green wisp. Hmm. It's, it's just, it seems like it picks a pattern and then switches its pattern after about three runs. Okay, wait. So then everyone follow the ones but green. I follow teal. You follow blue, uh, Piron, and then JJ follows red, and we ignore green because it's drunk. Dackle? Okay. Okay. 
And we start following our wisps. So you're all kind of doing your thing, and it doesn't, like, they follow their patterns. They're not really changing anything up. It, mm-hmm. They stay at their stations for between 5 and 30 seconds, depending on their station, and they just kind of keep repeating. And um, as we're kind of following them and looking around, do we, like, notice that they interact with something, or do they just kind of hover there and then move on? No, they look like they just kind of hover there and then move on. Okay, I have run mm-hmm. of ideas. Do we throw the book in the fire? No. That's definitely, definitely not the course of action. Okay, cool. JJ, please don't just throw the book in the fire. I am I, I thinking going to. of other things, though. I've got a lot of liquids here, and we have a book that we couldn't write in. Maybe one of these liquids writes in the book. I JJ, think let's the use purple, your dip pen. purple one because it's the wackiest. Well, purple is my favorite color, so uh, chill. Um, and then Here you JJ's go. Gonna... And I hand over the purple vial. I want it back. Ah, merci. It looks cool. No, of course. Uh, yeah, so uh, JJ's going to try another one of his wooden little dip pens, and he's going to dip it in the purple stuff and then go for it. Okay, you dip it in the purple stuff, and you go to write, and now your pen... Uh, hold on. Quick question. What's your pen made out of? Uh, it's probably a steel nib and wood, uh, body. No, it's not, because now it's on fire. Oh. As you're writing, the pen catches on fire. Okay, so that's not uh, what that is. Yeah. I'll take that purple stuff back now. Perhaps a... Oh, wait, uh, hold on. Uh, How many colors did you find? Only the two, but four bottles of the red one. Might as well try the red, right? Okay. We, like, swap bottles. I kind of, like, tape. How many pens do you have? I hand you. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, JJ has, like, a lot of pens. JJ's an oh. adventurer. I think he knows. Hold on. Hold on. Roll a D10. Roll a, a D10, D10 for me. 10 pence. D10 isn't a real Yeah, it is. Dice. It fully is a real dice. Um, the D12 is the The D100. Favorite. D12 is also a real dice. You know Only what, screw technically. It. No, no, you know what? Ignore Duh. the 10. Roll a D100 for me. 100 okay. how many dice? dice? <laughs> or how many uh, pens he has? I feel like it's reasonable that JJ, like, as an adventurer, would know to carry more than, like, multiple pens. You're going to lose a couple pens on the adventure. Definitely. Oh, my God. I got 100. 100. You have 50 pens. <laughs> <laughs> You, were you have like in the number of so, pens, like, but then you, you were can like, go to oh, Costco and get these industrial size like pen containers. Effectively, uh, JJ carries around one of these like giant pen holder containers filled with these wooden dip pens. Moving on, <laughs> yeah. So the red. <laughs> so we try. We're trying. JJ is trying to write with the red liquid now. Does it even, like, have an ink-like consistency? No, it's pretty, like, thin. I don't think this is going to work. I mean, work. to be fair, so is my ink, but... Your 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 ink is, like... Ink is pretty thin, I'm trying to think of, like, a good real-world, like, touchstone to compare this to. How about in- India, India ink? No, it, it almost looks like red Kool-Aid. Okay, so, yeah, we're just going to try out the red ink, because why not? Okay. So you dip 
your pen in this red liquid and you go to write. Um, yeah, your pen, as you go to write, instead of it writing, it disintegrates into ash. Not in the way of like it was lit on fire and then turned to ash, but almost as it if just it like- aged so rapidly, it then withered away. I'm starting to think this is getting worse the more we try. Um, definitely don't try the blood again. Piron, can you roll a medicine check for me, please, on these red liquids? Heck yeah, we can. A 15. You understand that these red liquids are health potions. <laughs> Maybe I knew that and was f***ing with JJ the whole time. Um, do I know what the purple liquid is you'll have to roll a separate medicine check on that okay so Piron kind of peering it over doing the proper you know the chemistry class waft over the scent so you're not smelling it directly get a one light yourself on fire i got an 18 so this is really interesting you know that this is no potion you've ever seen before okay but you do know that the magic behind this potion is fire-based. Does that make sense? It's a bomb. Okay, so I definitely know that this liquid and fire are related. How? Not too sure. Probably gonna die finding out. So it's yeah. in the fire. We will. We will. No, we are not gonna throw it in the fire. We're going to hold off on the fire throw. Okay, well, what's our plan to move forward? We're currently sitting in a room with wisps. Torture and... the wisps? No! We're not torturing torture? the wisps. War crimes? What's our plan? I don't know. Yo, wisps! What do we do? Wait, where's the guardian? Didn't we see him at the end of last time? Where'd he go? He's not there. Ah! My key! I pull out the key and I start just smacking it at things. Piron's just running through the room, just oh smacking things with his key. Um. Okay. So what do you smack first? Uh, we're probably standing between the bleachers. So I think he's like, he smacks the floor and then the bleacher and then a log in the fire and then the wall and then the throne. Okay. So as soon dog. as you smack the throne, the wisps stop. And one of them, specifically the blue one, comes over, buzzes at you, and then runs away. Okay, don't hit the, don't hit that. Hmm. So seeing this, uh, JJ is going to uh, approach his his good friend Piron. He is going to take the rod that he was holding onto. My rod or your rod? No, Estrella has the other rod. You don't have any rods. Uh, no, Estrella no, did have back. the rod, and oh, then okay. yeah, it was given to me. Uh, so I'm now going to give it to you and say, um, perhaps hit it with this? Sure. And Piron takes out his rod too and does like a little drum solo on the throne. Wait, this seems dumb. Probably. JJ, didn't you say the wisps were evil? JJ is already just like strumming along on uh, on the uh, lute. Just to like, JJ well, I don't think like with the drum solo. <laughs> I do not think that Piron can like carry a beat. I think he is like trying to and failing miserably. But don't... also, probably okay. thrown doesn't make great drum. Anyway, what happens after my drum solo? I, I can play an instrument. Can, can someone rule performance for me? 
please? It's probably why don't I do that? It's probably me because I'm the one who's drumming the throne. That's me. Oh yeah, he's drumming. Please roll performance. performance. You say this will go well. What an eighteen. Okay, so tell me how you're you're drumming this throne. Like he literally, like he pull, he takes the rod from from JJ, and then he pulls out the one in his bag, and he's just kind of like, duh, 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 but like really off beat because he doesn't really know what he's doing. But I feel like he catches his rhythm like a couple whacks in, and he's like, "All right, I can do this." But it's probably also like a dull thunking noise of metal on stone. You actually do a really good job drumming this throne, like JJ. I don't know if you're impressed or jealous, but like you can tell this is a very good like beat where you're like wow this I've I've gone to school for this for 40 years and this idiot literally just picked this up in a second okay well well someone who is basically tone deaf uh I will say like any dipshit can like hold a beat but um so you're jealous because I know I can uh <laughs> no not at all no I I'm, I'm talking about like personal dunk experience here any dipshit can yeah so hold personally a beat, dunk yeah that's jealous true of personal um, any, anyone can do beginner rock band drum set Anyone exactly, can but but JJ, advanced, uh, JJ is JJ is loving it because now he has a musical partner. So oh, I wouldn't get he's harmonizing excited. with the lute. I this know, but JJ is role. getting too excited. This is not a, a skill inherent. So, <laughs> as you finish up your drum solo, you're like, "Wow, I did a great job!" And the blue wisp again comes up to you and like buzzes at you, but buzzes at you a lot more aggressively. So Yo, I'm making something happen. And someone hit the throne Wait. and someone hit the bleachers and then they'll all get mad what at us. What if we hit them in the right order? Why is oh! our solution to hit everything? We hit the the door. We hit the statue. I hit wait, the button at the back of that. Wait, but none of them went to the throne. Oh, no, wait, the throat, blue one didn't go to the which throne. It was very uncomfortable. Um, and now we're hitting more things. Okay. Is that just so we how follow, uh, doors are constructed in ancient elven times, JJ? You you hit um, them to open them? Well, I'm, I mean, many of these mechanisms uh, uh, no longer uh, function because of the amount of time, so we honestly don't know. Okay, so this we're is, ignoring uh, okay. the green one, right? Because that was the drunk one, and we're going to go follow the things, but this time we're going to hit the thing while they're standing there. Is that the plan? The so blue one was the one that got the most angry. So I think that might be the one um, with the the combo to get out of here. True. Um, may I? Okay, so you have a lot, um, and and Astoya has a, a stick that she uses. Uh, I may I see stick. the other lot? Yeah, you can have the rod you gave me back. And I Nancy. hand him back his rod. Just so the, the stick doesn't snap, I'm going to cast Shillelagh on it to make it magical. So I guess at this point, we kind of, um, as the blue wisp comes to the bleachers, um, I think that that's, that's Piron's spot, and he whacks his bleacher, the bleachers with the stick, and then it comes to the gong, and I think that's Astraea. Mm, nope. No, it doesn't. So what happens is you take your magic horse rod that's been imbued with the power of the stars. So it is magic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wait, no, I'm not making my rod magic. I'm making my literal stick magic oh i thought you took the the rod no 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 jj has the rod and i have the rod the two of us got a horse rod okay so you take your magic shillelagh stick and you go whacking the bleachers and i whack the bleachers okay wax the gong yeah get it together i whack the fire hey hey real talk though for a second yeah 
Hold on one sec. We should hit the bleaches of magic. Um, so, all of a sudden, you go to... You're hitting this bleacher, you're having a great time, and all of a sudden, a shock of lightning whizzes past your head, Piron. Alright, and roll for initiative, and next time, you folks are in combat. God damn it. Why do things attack us when we hit things? It is, if you might say, the will of the wisp. Thank you for listening to this episode of Folks and Fables. If you like the show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, or tell a friend. We also have a coffee link, which is ko-fi.com slash folksandfables. You can follow us on Twitter at folks underscore fables, and Instagram at folksandfables, all one word. A special thanks to Talia for our beautiful logo, to Quinn, who does all our editing and web services, and to Joey, who is selflessly signed up to deal with all our idiocy. And of course, thank you, dear listener, as this would not be possible without your support. Thank you.